0: Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have three doctors from Novant Health Vein Specialists. I have Dr. Philip Moore, Joel DiO'Nanin, and Sean Fleming. Hey, guys. Hello hey there. Hello. I'm extremely outnumbered today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for coming to chat with me. Thanks, Thanks for having,
1: having
2: us.
0: Yeah. So before we get into some fun get-to-know-y'all questions, tell us a little bit about Novant Health Vein Specialists and what y'all offer one of anybody
3: yeah so uh we are a group of vascular surgeons um and we do specialize in arterial work but we also specialize in vein work Um, so we see a lot of folks with varicose veins and spider veins dvts swelling and uh, we try and help get them back to kind of the activity levels that they want to accomplish
0: awesome how long have you been with the practice
3: uh since 2011 Okay. Wow. So, uh, we actually, all three of us trained together. Oh, okay. And so we've known each other for a very long time.
0: Awesome.
2: Yeah, I've been with Breakfast since 2013. I came a little bit after they did. So okay. I'm the new
0: guy. Well, that's not very new. That's still, you, you've been there a while.
2: <laughs> used to be the new used guy. To be the new
0: guy. <laughs> I'm no. sure there's people newer than you now.
1: <laughs> and so our newest physician, who's not that new any longer, is Ashley Ricky, who was here. Oh, she once came on time. Time. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So we do have a female in the group, which uh, adds a lot for sure. I came in 2010. I was just a year ahead of these guys. We all trained at at Baptist when
2: it was called Baptist.
0: So how many doctors are at the whole practice?
2: There are six of us, and uh, five of us do vein work.
0: Okay. What's the other one do? Dr.
1: Workman, Ray Workman is the other physician in our practice that does vein work. Uh, And then Bradley Thomason, uh, he kind of focuses on arterial work. Yeah, um, I know Bradley. You He's know great. Bradley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we have a good group of people.
0: Awesome. Well, let's get into some fun questions. Put y'all all in the hot seat, right. and then we'll talk about more Novant Health Vein Specialists, all the things. Okay, and we'll just go in order. Okay. If you could be guaranteed one thing in life besides money, what would it be?
3: Um, how about an endless supply of candy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> My man, I like your style. <laughs> what kind of candy? Gummies. Oh yes.
3: Sour About, gummies.
0: You me too. Yeah, I love me some sour I, gummies. I, I don't like
3: chocolate. Mm. So that's a little weird.
0: Sour patch kids. Um what's your favorite sour gummy?
3: Um, probably
4: the gummy worms, those sour gummy worms. Yeah. The ones with the the, the candy on the outside too the oh, those uh, are the, good. The, the, the the hard sugar yeah. coated stuff yeah, that when ones. you when you eat like four of them your tongue starts to bleed say, when, you're, right. when, <laughs> your, when your tongue starts to hurt really bad you
0: know that you've had enough yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> that's funny okay what about you uh, same question I yeah. was gonna say health <laughs> yes. yeah. I, I, I like it's that, that one corny. too yeah. well,
4: not nearly as fun though right, health, right. health as well <laughs> sorry for being boring
1: yeah. Yeah. no I, I, that's, health is good and time yeah, I i I want to know that I've got time. I don't want to get hit by a bus tomorrow and work up until my last day. So no. I would love to be guaranteed plenty of time. That's a good one.
0: I think it would be nice if we all had lots of time.
1: Time, health, and candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I all mean, you, you guys are a great team. That's what you need in life.
0: Time, health, candy. When you think about success, who comes to mind and why? I'm going to start with you, Philip.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm um I don't, i'm trying to think of someone who i know is just absolutely truly happy um because you know we, we've all worked hard our whole lives to get to this point it takes a long time sure to get to this point and you sacrifice a lot and you probably miss out on some things and so even lately i've been like oh you know what, what have i missed out on so who has been who's really happy like really really happy yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, I mean, I think that's th- a good that's one. My, that's my definition r- currently, of and success. where I am in life, my definition of success is someone who's happy. Yeah, it's not money, it's not fame, it's it's happiness. So I would say, well, I may not be able to just pick out man because everybody you know has things they're going through. Sure. Um, but I would say anybody who can find anybody who says I'm truly happy
2: on a daily basis, I think is that
0: successful. they're successful. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. What about you, Sean?
2: So my disclaimer is that I'm in the middle of coaching my son's middle school basketball team. So I was going to say Michael Jordan, ah. because <laughs> hard worker um, kind of came out of North Carolina and and achieved more than he was probably physically blessed with. So. Yeah,
0: well, and I love his story that he got told no and got turned down so many times. Yeah, it's inspirational. Yeah. What about you, Joel?
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have a specific person, but you know, I think you know the happiness comes about through good. Uh, work balance and and social life balance and trying to juggle your family life with your work and that's super hard for anybody to do. Um, And it's very hard for us to do with um, what we do.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Okay, if you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? And it could be totally related to your career or totally not related to your career. What do you
2: think? Um, Yeah,
3: yeah, um, I've always uh, liked history. Um, I can't say that I know a ton of history so I, I would love to learn more history and be able to teach history I've always thought about that that'd be kind of kind of like Indiana Jones you know ah there you go you know and then go on some adventures and stuff
0: I like it <laughs> what about you
2: um the only thing I'm really good at is sarcasm and <laughs> irritating my coworkers. so uh, I guess that would be my <laughs> I would work for HR or something like that.
0: <laughs> a class on sarcasm. I mean,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I like
4: it. Just,
2: just one of the services they offer. Them. Right. <laughs> would
3: it be on how to do it or how not
2: to do it? <laughs> that, would be just, that would just be me, and I would teach them how not to do it. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Um, I would, I'd probably say math. I was a huge math nerd growing up, and so I have four kids, and now I'm the person in charge of helping with math in the cool. house. My wife hates math. And so I have found now that we're getting into the higher level stuff and a couple of kids are in high school, I remember how much I enjoyed math. Uh, so
0: You're in the minority.
1: Kind of, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> weird, but I, I think I would go teach math.
0: I was just telling somebody last night, actually, that I somehow made it. I have a college degree and a high school degree, and I never had to take pre-cal or calculus. <laughs> oh,
1: well, there you go.
0: <laughs> I'm like, Hallelujah. Okay, next question, and we're going to start with Philippian. Mm-hmm. What is left on your bucket list?
1: Uh, that's a good question. You know what I really want to do is I want to fly an airplane, and I say that, ne- that my partner, Sean, sitting right next to me, one day decided he was going to fly airplanes and went and got his pilot's license, and I've always been jealous. <laughs> uh, and, and other than math, my other first love was airplanes. That's awesome. So my bucket list thing would be to go fly an airplane.
0: I like that. That's a good bucket list item. What about you?
2: That's a tough one. Um, (laughs) uh, I guess I would say I would start some random side business that has nothing to do with medicine. That would be like
0: what? What? What would it entail?
2: Side hustle. Uh, You know, I don't know. Some sort of weird invention that had nothing to do with medicine.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's fun.
3: Uh, Yeah. So I hope my wife is listening to this because mine would be to travel with my wife. Um, Yes. Because you know. we go through college then med school you don't have any money you're always you're studying and then you get to residency you still don't have any money and you're working all the time and so we never really got to travel and yeah. then you start a family and everything and so we just kind of just started where our kids are in a position where we could leave them with the grandparents and start to go do some smaller trips but yeah we've never been to europe you know never done big trips like that
0: where's your kind of top place you'd want to go
3: my wife wants to go to Greece, so. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good you know, one. But that's a lot of travel there and back, so, you know, with childcare, it makes it a little hard oh, yeah. right now.
0: Well, at least you have the, the grandparents. We
3: do.
0: How old are the kids?
3: Uh, 15, 6, and 4.
0: Oh, wow, nice and spread out. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Traveling is fun. Yeah. Now that Now that, well, COVID is still here, but at least people are that's traveling nice. now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a total hold on travel. So, okay, let's dive into Novant Health Thane Specialist. What do y'all have going on right now?
1: Well, I, I think one thing that is probably newest in our practice is that we're opening, a, or we've opened a clinic in High Point. Um, we've been in Winston for years, uh, mm-hmm. and, and probably over the past decade, we've been in Kernersville. And so now we've got a High Point location as well.
0: So that's the third location? The third location. Awesome.
1: So that's sort of our newest thing that comes along with that. I know Sean goes out there quite a bit, and, and we've hired a, a great new physician's assistant, Kristen Wright. Uh, who goes out there as well, and she lives locally there, so it's nice to have somebody uh, that's in the community that works there. But that's been our biggest thing, yeah. I think um, three
0: locations—that's that's exciting.
2: Yeah, yeah. We find that you know lots of folks in the surrounding communities are a little intimidated about coming into Winston-Salem and the traffic and all that stuff, and it's good to kind of meet them where they are as, as much as we can and, and uh, provide the same service. So. Yeah.
0: Well, in Kernersville. I know for it's growing so much, so it's nice to have a office there.
1: Yeah, and I think what Sean says is right. Although I would not think of Winston Salem as being a big city <laughs> to <laughs> many people in the in the counties around here, it really is.
0: Oh, for um, sure. Yeah,
1: and so I think that is that's a good point that people sometimes are really hesitant to seek care for things they really need to seek care for yeah. simply because they're afraid to drive into Winston Salem. I think that's a real thing,
0: especially your some of your older patients. I think that can be intimidating. Absolutely. um so i know y'all offer free screenings a couple a couple times a month once a month yeah tell us, tell couple, us what we can expect with yeah, that yeah
3: a couple times a month we'll offer a, a free vein screening where you can come in and and uh you'll have a about a 10 to 15 minute visit with one of our um, physician assistants and uh they'll look over you and look you know talk to you about what's going on with your with your veins or issues that you're having and and you know start the process of pointing the patient in the right direction, whether they really need to have a formal consultation or whether it's something that, you know, just keep an eye on and and down the road we can
2: regroup.
0: Okay. What's kind of the age range of your typical patient or is it all across the board?
2: You know, folks can start to have uh, vein issues during pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So we'll kind of have this, um, uh, a group of patients that are in their, you know, late 20s, early 30s to begin with. And then we also have uh, people more in their forties, fifties, sixties that have um, kind of more chronic vein problems. So it's all over the map.
0: So is our vein problems often genetic? Um, like if it runs in your family, are you more likely to have issues?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, well, there isn't a syndrome. Oh, There's a couple of things out there, but I, I will say that most people will come in and they will start with my mom or They've grandma or somebody had really bad veins. Yeah. Now, it's also one of the most common health problems in the world. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody is subjected to gravity all day long, and your veins take a beating from that. And so it's definitely super common, but I personally think there's a huge genetic component to it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and tell us a little bit about... Like, I know sometimes people will get things fixed purely, like, cosmetic reasons, but then sometimes there's, like, some pain involved. So, tell us kind of the difference between some of those procedures and options.
3: Yeah, most of the time when we see patients, you know, they, they'll say that, you know, they wish they came and saw us sooner, that they were told that this was just a cosmetic thing, and and a lot of times it's not. It starts off where you see the veins, but it, it quickly progresses to pain and, and discomfort, and, and there are non-invasive techniques that we have to fix them as in the past it was more of an invasive sort of procedure or surgery Um, now we can fix them in the office they walk in and walk out and go about their business and and it gets them back to what they want to do so there's a lot of options we have out there um, that are uh, very easy on the patient to get done
0: yeah
2: and we, we do have patients that have purely cosmetic concerns and we you know we take care of that as well
0: yeah, which is important because it's definitely a confidence booster Absolutely. to get those type of things fixed.
2: I think
1: most people don't give themselves. I've, I've seen people who've had the biggest varicose veins. They're as big as my thumb. Wow. And they're running all over their legs. And they'll say, yeah, yeah they, they don't hurt me at all. And I think people learn to live with certain things or, or either... Because it gradually told, comes on. But in reality, once you start talking, to them, well, do your legs swell? Well, yeah, they swell. You know, do, do they ache at night? Yeah, a little bit. You know? And you start to put it together. And, and I think a lot of people with vein problems have probably not given themselves credit for how much discomfort they have mm. that may be related to it. Now, you know, the legs, there's lots of things that can make your legs hurt, but... Sure. I think the vain thing in the medical community was probably underappreciated and ignored for years. Yeah. And so a lot of people, like Joel said, just said, well, I was told it was just cosmetic, so I just sort of ignored it. And, yeah. Um,
0: well, then you have to worry about, will insurance pay for it if it's cosmetic?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's there's a process that we go through of figuring that out. If people truly have symptoms then it often can be a covered benefit from the yeah. insurance company. Um, not always the case, but sure. we help people sort of figure that out.
0: Yeah. Is there anything that you can like do or not do to kind of help avoid vein issues? Like I have heard before crossing, as I'm crossing my legs, crossing your legs, is that bad for veins and standing too much? yeah i would say in
3: general you know crossing your legs probably isn't the bigger issue the bigger issue is spending a lot of time just being sedentary mm-hmm. um sitting at a desk for long periods of time or or standing in a in a small area for long periods of time that's what puts you at, at increased risk for having vein problems so you know in, in the hospital we'll, uh, most of the nurses that we work with and ones we don't even work with we'll see and they'll ask us you know what can they do and a lot of them are already in compression socks which is good mm-hmm. you know if you're in a job um, where you're staying or sitting for long periods of time, compression socks really help um, prevent um, vein problems from occurring. Or if you've already got vein problems, it helps slow it down. Um, it doesn't reverse it, but it, it will help manage it for sure.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I think one of the biggest things you can do early on is wear compression, um, in part because it just keeps it from progressing and getting worse. Yeah. Um, but also because, you know, people get frustrated by the time they get to see a doctor or they want to see a doctor. They want us to do something right away, but we're kind of, we're required by insurance to have them try compression first. Yeah. So if you've already been in it early on, then that does speed up the process by the time you get to us. Oh,
0: that's good to know. So if you're thinking about maybe coming to see y'all, maybe do try compression socks for, Absolutely. what, a few weeks before coming in? And
3: And they've got some fancy new compression socks that, you know, some of them, you can't even tell they're compression socks. They just look like regular black dress socks. And other yeah. ones, they have you know, all the different designs and colors. How and high
0: did, should they go?
3: Yeah, I, for me, I typically prescribe knee-high compression because it's the yeah. most common. It's 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 easier on the patient. Sure, there's some patients that would benefit more from something higher, but you kind of have to, you know, see what's going to work for that patient, and, and you want them to, to, to use them. You don't want it to be such a nuisance that they, they don't wear them at all, so you kind of compromise and go with a knee-high that's a lot more comfortable for somebody.
4: Yeah, but, you know, I wear shorts even in winter and we I don't, don't wa- th- I don't want to see that. We don't want to see it either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so, so what do, cause I do sit mm-hmm. 13, 14 hours a day in this office, not in this seat necessarily in there where it's actually less comfortable, but, um, what can you do?
3: Yeah, so a lot of our nurses, like I said, wear, wear compression socks. And what they do is um, when they come into work, and they're, they're not wearing shorts, but they're wearing a lot of pants, but they, they put their compression socks on when they come into work, so that may be something for you, you know you know, your, your, your work colleagues will just have to see you. In uh, compression. The
4: only time I have work colleagues is when I have clients in here okay, uh, or, or doing a podcast, but it's um, generally I'm here by myself, but that's a lot of work for this big old guy to run over <laughs> and put those things because they're not easy to get on and off. That's, right.
3: that's correct. They're, yeah. Design. They're uh, and, and, not designed to be. And that's right. And you'll figure it out. You'll figure out how best to get them on and you know, what's best ergonomically for you, how to, how to, function with them and everything in
4: 2012, I had triple bypass heart surgery and my wife every day had to put them on and take them off of me because obviously I couldn't been over like that. Yeah. Um, and um, that was just a pain in the behind.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. What you're saying is very common. They do make uh, compression. Now that velcro's on, that's a lot easier to get on for folks or people that have arthritis and can't get it on. Don't have caregivers that can put it on for them. Uh, Some of the supply places make devices that make it a little bit easier to get on. So there are options, but it is a challenge.
0: Yeah. But it's
2: a real thing.
1: I tell people, I I say, you know, if you have diabetes, if you want your sugar under control, you don't like sticking yourself with a needle with insulin, but you do it. If you can't see, you don't like wearing glasses, but you do it. And so this is another thing where people have really bad vein problems and they don't want to hurt as badly, while we do have some surgical options for some people, some people don't. And we just yeah. have to say, look, it's just part of your life now. And, I, and sometimes if you just say that to somebody and just say, look, I, I wish I could do something else for you, but this is what you got to do. A lot of times once they hear that, then they'll figure it out. Like, you know, they'll, they'll say, okay. And they'll go through the process of figuring out what to do. But you're right. Like I said, it, we hear it all the time.
4: And, and I also suffer, I don't know if you were here when I said that, but uh, Schomburg disease, you know, I'm bleeding. I'm, I'm bleeding through. I'm, I'm rusting on my legs um partly because of medicines that i take and that i'm sitting all day and and it looks like i have a farmer's tan because where my socks begin because they do tighten there in my, at the top of my feet um i look like i have a farmer's tan and then i look like i'm really tan from the bottom but actually it's where i'm rusting that's right yeah mm-hmm.
0: So tell us, I want to hear from each of you, what is your favorite part of your job?
3: Yeah, I mean, the favorite part of the job is, you know, taking, taking a situation that, um, you know, looks like for somebody you may not be able to achieve a good blood flow result, get their blood flow better, and, and you know it's going to be a hard case, and, and you end up pulling through and able to, to achieve that for them. Um, especially folks who may have wounds or ulcers and you're trying to get their blood flow better to get them healed and then they go on to heal because you were able to to do that the nice thing about vascular surgery it's not we don't just do open surgery we do balloons and stents into vascular surgery as well so Mm -hmm. we have a variety of tools we can use that um, allows us to achieve kind of these these good results uh, where in the past um, it, it, it was always a big operation that patients sometimes didn't tolerate very well
0: yeah
2: yeah um you know there's a lot to our job that's intellectually satisfying but at the end of the day the best thing is that you know it's when you're a doctor of any kind it's a privilege that people trust you with their health which is really your most valuable commodity so um just having someone say i trust you to do whatever you know is is enough for me and and kind of holds you to the fire
0: Yeah, that is the ultimate trust to trust somebody with your health. Yeah,
1: yeah. I am. I would say probably for me, it's that I work with my friends. I mean, we all train together, and then the the group part of our group that didn't train together, we're we're a very close group. We're we're all friends. We do things together, so it's fun. And then our office staff and the people in the operating room, you know, we have fantasy football leagues together and we've gotten to know everyone's family over the years. And so it's it's fun to come to work and at least if we're leaving our families behind, it, it sounds corny, but we have a work family. It, yeah. That's a real thing. Um, no,
0: I think that's great. I mean, if you don't enjoy the people you work with, man, that's a, that's a huge bummer. <laughs> it kind of takes away from your job in a big way. So
4: Well, it makes it a job.
1: Yeah. Right. 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 So, yeah.
0: yeah. When you love the people you work with, it really does make you love your job.
4: Yeah, I mean,
3: we've known each other for 20, 20 years 20 now. Years, and it's yeah. crazy. That's you awesome. Know? Um, and we still like each other. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Mostly. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> so, before we kind of close things out, tell us how we can um, find out about these free screenings, how we can learn more about Novant Health Vein Specialists. And we can put your addresses in the show notes because I'm sure y'all don't know those off the top of your head.
3: <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, we do have a website, um, it's Novant Health uh, Vascular Vein our uh, Novant Health Vein Specialist, um, and you can go to that, and they should have our, our vein screen. You can you can actually register for our vein screening events on that website. Okay. Um, it's got videos of us. It's got videos of, of the some of the procedures that, that are offered by us. Um,
1: so, yeah, there's some information out there for
0: you. Awesome.
1: And if Ready you watch it? TV, we have a commercial that, they filmed years ago, but they they show a lot of Sean and Joel. They're better looking. <laughs> you can see my forearm in one of them. <laughs> but Every once in a while, one of those pops up with the vein screening thing. That's funny.
0: And you can visit y'all at one of your three locations. Are the screenings at all three locations, I'm assuming, or the free screenings? They're
3: in the Winston location and in the High Point location. Okay. We're going to be doing screenings.
0: Okay. Good deal. Well, it was a pleasure chatting with y'all yeah. and getting to learn a little bit. More about Novant Health Vein Specialist and why y'all love what you do. I love it.
1: Thank you Great. so much. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks Appreciate for having us.
0: us. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags online, ForsythMags.com. All of our content is on our websites, and we are on social media on Instagram and Facebook at Forsyth Mags, and that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.